Hello and welcome to Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hager. How you guys doing? I'm doing well, Chris. We This is the third episode in a row that we have to start out the show with NBA. Well, I guess not third, third real one. No, second second real one. The third, the first one, I just wanted to <laughs> wanted to start off the show. <laughs> I actually, I guess I got my wish. For all the listeners out there, like I, I, I manifested all these trades happening. Basically, the Tuesday before the yep, game trade, did. I was like, "Let's talk about something else." And here we are talking about multiple <laughs> different stories. Of course, we'll get to the the NFL. A lot to cover. That'll be the main focus of the podcast. So no need to worry if you're here for that. But start off, my Boston Celtics. Um, they they never stop. The NBA never stops, and neither do the Boston Celtics. They always seem to be trading someone. Always seem to be trying to improve their team. And this time around, they are going and getting Drew Holiday from the Portland Trailblazers. They are sending Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Williams, and two first-round draft picks. And also two swaps. Not bad of a trade. Feels like kind of a lot, no? I feel like it's kind of a lot, but you're getting... You now, like, if you're the Celtics... Which I, of course, am. Everyone knows. <laughs> you're you're looking at you're looking at Damian Lillard now on the Bucks, and yeah, you are giving up Robert Williams, someone to help you on uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. But between Robert Williams and Brogdon, those two guys are never healthy. They're never on the court. They're ne- especially when you need them. So to be able to get a guy, I mean, like Williams was two years ago, wasn't he? Uh, his his, his game log, he made it to the finals that year, but his game log is really, really poor. It's like 30 games a year, practically. Um, let me, I'm looking it up right now, but it's, it's, not, it's not great. And mm-hmm. he, like, it just, every time he landed wrong, every time there was a, a, a lob dunk, I was just worried that we were going to lose him for the next month. So... Almost like as much as I love the player and the asset, the the nervousness of his health now being yeah, that's fair. And having him, it was it would have been him, Porzingis, and Horford. We're now just Porzingis and Horford, which still has the same problem. But those three guys are not the healthiest fellas. So mm-hmm. relying on him was, I, I think, this was a necessary move. I came into the offseason saying this. Changes need to happen for the Celtics. You couldn't just run it back. They definitely did that. They've changed Marcus Smart and Marcus Smart, Brogdon, Williams, and Grant Williams gone in Drew Holiday and Porzingis. I think it's a dub. I mean, I think it all depends still on Porzingis. Like, this team is kind of buns if Porzingis is buns, which really scares me. But, and I guess not buns. The team's definitely not buns. Not yeah, 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 yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm saying like championship aspirations. Un- championship right, aspirations yeah, yeah. ride on Porzingis being really good on the defensive side. Because now he's the one lining up against, yeah, he's the one lining up against Embiid and Giannis. <laughs> and we have Horford, but Horford's like 37 years old, right? So it's going to be tricky to find out which guy is going to make that, that second big man role. I guess third big man role on the Celtics. Yeah, roster. I mean they could go get another one. Yeah, there's go get there, a guy who doesn't cost a lot because he's not an offensive threat at all. Yeah, exactly. Because like yep. Porzingis is 
with his size, he's capable on defense. Like he's mm-hmm. a good job blocker, but he's seven foot. He's like seven two. He's, right? Yeah. He's just he's just Porzingis. Yeah. He's just Porzingis. <laughs> he's just he's just Porzingis. Right. That I'm glad you brought up that word though, soft, real quick, because a lot of the issue with the Marcus Smart Porzingis trade was that you're getting rid of Marcus Smart, the heart and soul, yada yada yada, the leadership, mm-hmm. and I think Drew Holiday not only is better is like he's just a bet he's a better player. He's maybe not as he's not as in tune to these players as Marcus Smart was because Marcus Smart grew up with these players basically. But uh, Drew Holiday, he, he just takes this role immediately. He takes a Marcus Smart role perfectly, and mm-hmm. you throw him at Dame in in the playoff series. I mean, it's Tatum, Brown, probably Porzingis, and then uh, sorry Holiday. So I'm really not worried mm-hmm. about his scoring either. So when he dips in the playoffs and he's not as needed as much, we're just going to need him for, you know, like the, the Kyle Lowry, the nasty buckets. That's what we need him for. And I think he's a perfect well, he, player to add to this team. Yeah, and he needs to be just like a capable point guard, which is what you thought Brogdon was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why he made that move. It was like the Celtics don't have a real point guard. Like, you have Smart out there, but he's not like what you think of when you think of prototypical point guard mm-hmm. holiday or brogdon was and it just fell apart and i guess that that relationship <clears throat> was not repairable um plus i'm sure they like holiday a lot better yeah Bro- that's, he also gives you that brogdon is a, a long-winded point there i i 100 agree i think this is uh i mean since isaiah thomas i saw a tweet today the celtics have had 14 starting point guards which is pretty insane. Um, and wow. Brogdon, coming in last year, I was excited for him. I mean, he had a good year. He was sixth man of the year. He got injured in the playoffs, and when he came back, probably just should have been pl- shouldn't have been playing because he was not good. He was injured still mm-hmm. and just not good. Um, and then ever since that fake, not fake trade, but proposed trade came out and was released to the public. Yeah, that, out the door. <laughs> yeah, he was gone. And... I just didn't see, like, how is he coming in today on media day in a Celtics uniform, smiling in front of the cameras, excited for next season, when he was in L.A. for four, for four hours? Yeah. Um, he's going to get a new home. There's no way he's staying on the Blazers. They assigned him number 92. I was like, you might as well assign him a draft pick. <laughs> like, you might as well call it, like, <laughs> your number is actually a fourth-round draft pick, or second-round draft pick. Um, 2027. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 2027 is your number. <laughs> Um, and then they gave up two picks that I'm when not do you think that cycle is going to end? Like, when do you think they're going to stop flipping guys? The, the Portland cycle? Yeah. Well, you get it's funny because Brogdon, I heard two Brogdon, they're like, they're, they're like, Oh, they could flip Robert Williams too. I was like, first of all, they might want to keep him. He's 25. <laughs> and second yeah. of all, kind of genius. If they flip him too, just get it. Yeah. Just get everyone. Just get every pick for ends. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that's, that's, like, that's actually 2K. It, they are playing yeah, 2K. Really, like they guy. literally are. And it's funny because the Celtics, this offseason, has kind of been like a 2K type offseason. Like the Celtics were like, mm-hmm. we have good pieces, but let's just flip them. Like let's flip four of our pieces mm-hmm. for two better pieces and be really right. top heavy, <laughs> have no depth, and we'll win the championship on 2K because I turned injuries off. That's basically what they did. <laughs> um, 
I'm waiting for the Dwight Howard signing for the Celtics. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want it too. Let me, Hasn't like, he been in China? Yeah, let's get it. Like Taiwan. Taiwan. He's been going Taiwan. off in Taiwan. Let's get him on the bench. Uh, talk about a guy that you just throw at and beat. Like regular season game. Let's throw him on and beat yeah, for, yeah. for 15 minutes. Like let's just, just piss him off. Literally just piss off and beat. Yeah. <laughs> so I would love just like literally any vet uh, that could be mm-hmm. a center off the bench. And I think they will. Brad Stevens is a, is a smart GM. He's really playing this well. And so is Portland. I think this is a great trade for Portland as well. They, they just get more and more assets, which that's all they should be worried about is accumulating assets and making sure that the starter is um, Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. I, I do like that point about Robert Williams being 25. Like, that's a good fit for him. It's like when, um, like when Jalen Smith went from the Suns to Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you take him out yeah, of he's, a high-pressure yep. situation. It's like, okay, well, now you can actually kind of play free yeah well and this is this guy. is good for robert williams too because he's not reliant like hey robert williams we need you out there to win the nba finals yeah. like that he must have had a lot of like, pressure on his, develop. yeah he must have had a lot of pressure on his health um and that might have affected some of his play i mean he was a really good player so i don't think that affected his play mm-hmm. very much but that must have been in his head all the time like i need to get healthy i need mm-hmm. to get healthy they need to win the championship with me in there but now he can just relax a little bit get some stats stuff like that the the one thing I want to go before we go is and we should have mentioned it in the Drew trade is the Blazers the one thing they messed up on this whole offseason is why the hell are you giving Jeremy Grant a hundred million dollars? Yeah, that's it doesn't make any sense. Team. No, I know, and they they make sense. and they did it I guess to try to keep Dame for that one time, and then once that whole thing soured, it was just they worthless. Flip his ass too. Oh no, they will. He's going to get flipped. <laughs> There's going to be some stupid team that's like, oh, we can make him an all-star. Yeah. The Sixers, maybe. Probably. The Sixers then are doomed. Harden to Portland and flip him. Oh, that, oh, he's the next step. Brogdon's going to the Sixers. Slippage. Yeah, Brogdon's going yeah. to the Clippers, or going to the, uh, the Sixers, and he, Portland's going to be stuck with Harden. <laughs> Have you seen the Harden stuff? He was not in practice today. Yeah. But they basically find him, and he was like, "Oh, I'll be in practice tomorrow. Don't worry." Well, isn't there's also like some weird clause in his contract, right? Yeah, that he will not be a free agent if he doesn't play the season. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, he's actually not allowed to sign any basketball contract, not just NBA basketball contract, like just professional basketball. The uh, anyone would just be like, "All right, like that's cool." It would be him, I think. Oh yeah. Well, it's funny. I love how they find him one day, and he's like, "All right, I'll be back. I'll be back." At least Ben Simmons had the balls to, to take the, to take the <laughs> cut. Right. Ben, also, have you seen his quotes? He's back. He said he's, he's 100% back. He's basically said, this team's going to be scary. Like, just get ready. Ready for Ben Simmons quotes. That's my favorite part about Media Day is just Ben Simmons quotes. What if he did just have, like, an all-star year? He's just back. He comes he back, totally he shoot, he's back, shooting, like, so. 45% yeah. from three. <laughs> well, not even he's that. Like, but he like, figured it out. Just becoming what Ben Simmons was his rookie and sophomore year. There, I bet there's a Brooklyn fan out there, a couple, maybe a little clan that are like Ben Simmons believers. It's probably like the same Jets fans that are believers in Zach Wilson. Hey, Collinsworth. Which we can get to. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, we'll Rodney Harrison. Oh, dude, that, that, was, that was messed up. 
We'll get to that. We'll get to that now. Perfect transition. Transition, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll get I was about to say, if you wasted my perfect transition. We really, yes. we almost did. I kind of fumbled it. I'm not going to lie. But, um, oh, sorry. We have a comment saying, sign Hornets legend, Bismack Biombo. <laughs> Bismack Biombo needs to be on the team. Actually, no, that's a lie. As, mu- as funny as that would be, I do not want to see him in a Celtics uniform. That's a waste of Celtics money. Yes, that's... I do not want Bismack <laughs> Biombo on my team. No. All right, let's move on to some NFL football. Let's go talk about our wise picks this week. Chris, I don't even know what to say, Chris. You can talk. Think of a silver lining here. We've had some... All right, I want to just point out that this year we've had... We've had Broncos plus six, Bucks plus five, Giants plus one and a half. And what other one was like a complete destruction? The Jets was pretty bad. Yeah, Jets plus nine and a half. That was terrible. Just we've the had Raiders some bad plus picks. eight and a half was that bad. Was bad. <laughs> the Broncos one is is still. Uh, your Giants was. one was pretty dog shit. At least the Broncos My scored Giants twenty points. At least the Broncos scored twenty points that game. Uh, I mean, the Giants were 30 points closer to winning their game than the Broncos. That's true. That's, that's a good point. That's still a good point. <laughs> let's, get, let's get right into it. I don't know who picked first. Was it you and the Titans or me and the Vikings? Uh, I don't know. I can start with my Titans, though. That was like, I was feeling myself during that game. And yeah? I have Burrow in fantasy, but he's on my bench, so it was, it was whatever. This week, it was like the first week I wasn't desperately rooting for him. And I was just... Soaking it all up, like man, I'm a genius. I sniff this one out. Look at me go, like, and it, it, it just like cemented my confidence in the Giants game on Monday too. I was like, I can, I'm the best. Like, I can sniff these out. Like, I'm so. Right? I saw the wise. Saints game. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I got that one wrong. That's okay. These are tough teams. Um, but yeah, I don't. Bengals are broken, dude broken it's time to it's time to bench joe burrow get him healthy t higgins yeah. is already out they they can't just keep hobbling burrow out there no you can't At they don't have point. an offense just put in the backup because it's not working with him out there so there's no point of putting him out there. yeah like how much worse could you be they've had three touchdowns this whole season three touchdowns in four games they've had two games where they ended the game with three points that's pitiful. Steve Browning is the backup quarterback. It doesn't matter who the backup quarterback is. <laughs> it really does. Like, they have not been able to score with Joe freaking Burrow. Just bench him yeah. and let him get healthy. Yeah. I mean, you would think that would be a logical thing to do. But and I know most teams don't operate that way. No, and most teams, they don't want to punt. I mean, they're playing the Cardinals next week. They think it's a win. They're in yeah. the locker room. They think it's going to be a win. Uh, Cardinals are a tough team, by the way. This could be, I don't They've know what the line is. Yeah, but this is a frisky team, and I mean they, they could, are they could, they could easily lose to this Cardinals team. Though. <laughs> they can't score points. That would be a nail in the coffin. If this week wasn't the nail in the coffin, like losing to the Cardinals would be ultra nail. Yeah, if they like, and there's also a reality. There's a reality out there, even though I just said the Cardinals are frisky. Where you can start your backup quarterback and probably beat the Cardinals. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, the Cardinals are starting to back a quarterback. Exactly. They And Josh Dobbs looked good, by the way. Yeah. But they 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 need to figure something out. And it's it's starting. This is this is panic time. Oh, huge if panic it wasn't time. already. Yeah. yeah, it's huge panic time. Because last week they were just kind of like hanging on by a thread almost. They didn't really look good. And that winning. No, they the barely Rams. won. But because it was a win and they hadn't gotten one yet, it was like, okay, like we're going to be all right. And this was pitiful. Yeah, this is pitiful. Um, all right. Well, you did sniff that one out. Didn't, Thanks. The rest of the way did not look good, though. Uh, my <laughs> first pick, Vikings minus four and a half against the poopy, poopy Carolina Panthers. It, I mean, this is just kind of... It wasn't pretty. No, it wasn't pretty. It, I, I just thought they would be able to take care of it, and they, they did. But, my God, like, Kirk had his first bad, <laughs> really bad game. The yeah, This is bad. bad There's almost like teams. a who wants to lose this game more. Yeah. And it's really funny now the Panthers are like, oh, we want to trade for a number one wide receiver. <laughs> bad one. <laughs> I don't know. It's also, okay, I saw a really, really, really funny uh, tweet about the Panthers, which is really devastating. Their GM refused to trade Brian Burns for two first-round picks to the Rams last year Hmm. and refused to put Brian Burns in the package for the number one pick, resulting in DJ Moore going in the, the package for the number one pick. Now, they're looking to trade a number one wide receiver, and they have yet to get a contract extension on Brian Burns. Oh, my God. That's a travesty. That's, mal- that's, that's franchise mean, malpractice. That is malpractice. And, like, not I saying you had to do the trade. Without even all the other stuff. Say again? Is ridiculous. Like the fact that they haven't signed him, ignoring all of the other yeah. stuff, is already bad yeah. enough. Yeah. And... Oh, man. Bryce just looks... He looks like a deer in the headlights. He just does not look like he knows what he's doing. And it's not really... And it sucks. The worst part for them is that Stroud has been so good. Richardson has been good, too. Richardson... That's gotta be just, like, a punch to the groin every time a Stroud or Richardson highlight pops up. Because Bryce Young has no highlights. Not a one. They didn't score. Not a one. They didn't get in the end zone. Aside yeah, from the interception. Yeah, the pick six. That's it. Oh, yeah, like their offense. No, yeah, offense did not, not get in the... They, like, I don't blame him, though. Like, he's throwing to Adam Thielen and Terrence Marshall and DJ Chark. He has no protection. Every we time he's in there. They have, like, guys. Yeah, they're decent. Not and, good guys, but they're guys. Yeah, that's true. And I guess it's more, like, what's his... DJ Trout's getting it done with... Who's that? They're not, Nico yeah, Collins. Tank Nico Collins. And you know Bobby he's like Trees. Not, Nico Collins is like number top ten fantasy receiver right now. I had no idea. My it's roommates were talking true. about him like in a trade, and I was like, "Why the hell would I want Nico Collins?" And they're like, "Look at his stats, bro. <laughs> uh, four hundred yards, three touchdowns." So pretty wild. I do say, like, I do admit, Bryce Young looks rat. Like he looks rushed every time he like CJ Stroud. Kind of looks like he has some protection and looks poised, but. Bryce Young just looks rushed every time the ball gets snapped to him. 
mm-hmm. kind of like that happy feet type of deal that I I don't really like. And I don't know if it's him that just needs take to a calm down. Though. Yeah, he might just need to calm down a little bit in the pocket. Part of it could be because he's but it's so tough to do small. when you're zero and four and you don't have a good offense. And you're five nine. Yeah, that's that's also true. It's really hard to do it when you're five nine. You're scared of your life. I'm guessing every time you're in the pocket. They they need to see something come next week. Who who are they playing? Panthers. They play someone bad. I um. Think. No, they play the Dolphins. Never mind. Oh. No, Lions first. Lions first. No, no, Lions. Oh. Still not good. Also not good. Yeah, they got the Lions, the Dolphins, and a bye, it looks like. And they're back for the Texans. Winnable. Colts. I want to see. Okay, it gets better. I want to. I, I saw a lot of things about the Panthers of their play calling too. That Frank Reich has just been playing, calling some terrible play calls, and I feel like that's kind of been all around the NFL. But that that it doesn't look like that head coach signing is is great either. No, and I like that. I like. I liked it too. I liked Frank Reich. I thought he could make this work, and because they hired him, I thought whoever they picked number one was going to be the right pick. Mm-hmm. And it's it's only a quarter of the season through. Yeah, it's, it's rookie year. But- but it's looking rough. All right. You're up next. Saints minus three. What is up we, with this Bucks team? I was going to say, what's up with the Saints team? Because I'm putting the Saints on my don't bet on list. Because Why I did just James don't know what play? they're going to be week in and week out. I don't know. I thought James Williams play. <laughs> I saw Derek Gard in there. Yeah, but why, why does James have one pick? You have any idea? I don't know. I don't it's not, know. It's not like I, I watched this game. I was playing baseball on Sunday. Well, this game, this game is boring as shit. I wasn't watching this thing. And, uh, yeah, I didn't go back and watch anything from this game. Great stat um, line. Alvin Kamara, 13 catches for 33 yards. If that doesn't scream Derek Carr, <laughs> I really don't know what does. <laughs> so maybe, like, are the, are the Bucks good? And the Eagles are just that much better? I think the Bucks are serviceable. I think their defense is good enough okay. to keep them in games. And I think Baker has clearly shown that he's just like every other quarterback in this league. And yeah. I'm starting to think like a guy like Baker, if, like I think it's starting to get into my mind. As long as you have the freaking confidence to play quarterback, you could kind of just <laughs> be good in this. League. Like Baker has the confidence yeah. every week. There's going to be a meltdown at some point. Yeah, and he'll bounce right? back. Yeah, no, I'm sure. And he'll eventually bounce back. Yes. Maybe like maybe we're just wrong about Baker. Like as an NFL universe. My dad did text me saying mid mid Patriots game saying he wants Baker Mayfield. He said he'd rather have <laughs> Baker Mayfield. I told him he might have been hyper last in our but, QB tier. I know he was ass. Same him last. and Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah, what a- this was the ass game. Yeah, this was the ass game. And it looks like Derek Carr's worse. <laughs> if, I mean, if you, today, if you said, pick one, Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr, I'm taking Baker Mayfield. Oh, a thousand times. It, it, and that's, that is talking about the meta where there's no contracts involved. In real life, mm-hmm. I can get Baker Mayfield for $10 million and I can get yeah, right. Derek Carr for 133 
Yeah, that contract does not look good right now. No, it's terrible. Not so that it Daniel... ever looked good, in all fairness. No, it's the same thing with Daniel Jones, which we'll get to with your last pick. Um, yeah, I just think this division, I don't know, divisional game's weird. Baker just might be it good. It is weird. Saints might just be kind of cheeks. Uh, the Saints it, play the Pats next yeah. week. It's gonna, this is going to be a combined score of 35. If that. Like, it's really going to be heinous. I don't know if I've ever felt like I know so little about the NFL. After this week, a quarter. I will say a quarter through the season. It's been a really, really weird season. Strange. Um, yeah. But last week we were talking about how we knew everything and how these teams are just exactly who we thought they were. And this week everything got flipped upside down. I feel. Okay, but all right. Let's look at. Are we are we being hyperbole or like what? So line. I mean. I mean, not, not... I don't know. It was like I the was, Bizarro week. What game specifically? The Saints game? This game, like, the Jets offense looked good. Yeah. The Texans. Texans might good be good. Again. Te- I don't know. The Texans might just be good. I don't know. Maybe. Like, Kirk Cousins had, was horrible. The Bengals hadn't looked this bad. Dolphins got the shit kicked out of them. Patriots had the worst loss ever. I don't know. It was weird. I, 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 I just don't know what to think moving on. It's hard. This is freaking tough. It is hard, yeah. We have a hard job. <laughs> Speaking of hard losses, this one was tough. Taylor Swift game. Sunday Night Football. Oh, that was Mahomes' fault. Chiefs. Obviously. Mahomes. Chiefs, Jets. This should I mean I mean we should be talking about a Jets victory right now. Right there. It's in the okay, grass. So you, yeah, you're you're on board with they did get screwed. I think they got screwed. I mean, I don't hate the call because it was the right call. I don't like the hold. Yeah. It's just a little ticky tack. No, it's just a little late. I don't like looking well, at after the, the incomplete. Yeah, thing. no, after the interception. I don't like the ref looking at an intercepted mm. ball and throwing a flag. Right, yeah. That's what I don't yeah. like. If it was before the interception, there should be no discussion about any of it. But the reason that it, the reason why there's this big discussion is that he threw the flag after the pick. Basically, mm-hmm. it looked like it was after the pick. And yeah. I mean, maybe he was just struggling to get it out. Yeah, I know, but it's it looked it it's looked a, really fishy. It looked fishy. It looked really fishy. Yeah. And the fact that Taylor Swift is there, and the fact that the freaking NFL. <laughs> well, no, no, no. This is serious. And the fact that the no, NFL I, I know. is... I hate that we have to talk about this, is, Their Instagram bio was the Chiefs are 2-0 as Swifties. Like, that makes me think that you're rigging these games, man. <laughs> the fact that the NFL account is, like, basically rooting for the Chiefs because of Taylor Swift. Like, they were not going to end this game showing Taylor Swift crying with a Zach Wilson victory left off on Sunday Night Football. That yeah. was not going to happen. Yes. And... Yeah. I mean, they probably weren't even ready to do it. They were like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, no, yeah, they probably didn't think it oh, mattered yeah, at all. Man. The other bat, like the hold that they missed on the third and 22. That's, that's bad, too. That like, that's really bad. Yeah. And that also, again, wouldn't have mattered if it didn't affect the play. I don't care about holds that don't affect the play. But if it's... Right he there, and it's thirty blatant. minutes to. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, wait for the receivers to get all the way down the field so we could run for twenty yards. 
Yeah, that that was bad. That, it did suck. It was good to see. Oh, I, I do feel bad for the Jets because, like, that was – you've had such a shitty start to the year. Like, you won that first game, and then so you, like, you almost – you had your hopes up a little bit, even with Rodgers going down, and then last two weeks have just been miserable. This would have gotten him back on track, and you just got jobbed. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's necessarily 100%. Like, Zach Wilson shouldn't have fumbled the snap. And yeah, right, yeah, of course. But to to ha- I do I love that Zach Wilson got this chance to play well in in a big mm-hmm. stage. He got basically his flowers. He's the only quarterback to mm-hmm. have better stats than Mahomes ever in a game, ever. No, college no. or NFL. Swear to God, that is not true. To have be- to- oh, wait, wait, sorry. To have more yards, completions. And less interceptions and touchdowns and less interceptions. So basically, I'll play him. Okay. I get, okay. Yeah. The only quarterback to ever do it, Zach Wilson. It is hard to believe. What about in the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers? Maybe it was regular season. I don't know. I saw it on Twitter. I mean, I guess it's possible that like one of those stats, like maybe had more completions because they had to throw the ball more. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Well, it's it was fact. very specific. Yeah, it, but either way, he had a good night. Yeah, he did have a good night. It was good. This so, was the first time he looked like competent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You think it was because T Swift was there, or Donna Kelsey? Maybe it was Donna Kelsey. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Travis Kelsey looking up at <laughs> yes, and then Zach Wilson looking up at Donna Kelsey. <laughs> 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 oh man. He just likes the lights. Maybe. Maybe he's just a... I don't know. He sucked in so many primetime games. He definitely doesn't just like the lights. Um, <laughs> anyways, what we talked about earlier, Rodney Harrison, after the game, talking to Chris Jones, setting him up to diss on Zach Wilson. And Chandler Jones... Or not Chandler Jones. Chris Jones. Chris. Gives a very professional response and doesn't, doesn't lean into... The negativity towards Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Low blow by Rodney Harrison. It just wasn't nice. It wasn't necessary. It was just mean. Yeah, it wasn't necessary. No, it, completely unnecessary. He's it's, not a talking head. No, and especially like, after... It's one thing for the New York radio to be like, oh, like Zach Wilson watching his tape, he looks so bad. Yeah. For Rodney Harrison to say it is like, come on, dude. Yeah, on, on Thursday Night Football, Amazon Prime, like, come on, you're just supposed to be the commentator. You're supposed to be unbiased. Can't be... Can't be doing stuff like that. And especially even if, after I had a good night. Yeah. There was no need, especially. Yeah. Like, why are we trying to kick him down? Yeah. After a heartbreaking loss, so that wasn't his fault. hate him to do it. <laughs> it's all her fault. <laughs> it's all her fault. All right. Have you seen the, the big cat controversy with Taylor Swift? Yes, I did. Uh, for, the, for the people at home, big cat, barstool employee, runs, pardon my take, he, he, on part of my take said that if all this is going to happen, just, we get some, we have some justice for Zach in the comments. That, yes. um, we're, get, we're, we're praising him. Yeah. 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 Uh, he said, if we're going to get all this footage of Kelsey and Taylor Swift, they have to drop a sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he is getting absolutely bashed by people. I don't understand. Like why, why, 
Is everyone taking it so personally? Because nobody understands that it's a joke. Yes. It's nobody, like people don't understand comedy anymore. The show, and they look at yeah. it and they're like, that's so, like, so ridiculous. That's disgusting. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm and obviously pe- not serious. No, and people don't realize he's a I mean, married man with three years. Yeah, see, he does three have kids. three kids. So, like, <laughs> it's not like he's this awful guy. Uh, yeah. He's just trying to be funny for the people, for the comedy sports show hilarious. that he runs. Yeah, it was hilarious. And the fact that, that what people don't realize is he wants the Taylor Swift fans on Twitter to go after him. Oh, yeah. That's what he's, that's what he's begging for. So yeah. you're, you're play, the, the Swifties out there are playing right into his trap. They're, yeah, they're nuts. It it's really like is. sometimes I see, like, I see tweets and I, I read them as sarcasm. And I can't tell if... If they're real, if they're real or not. People imitating Swifties, yeah. or if they're actually Swifties, and usually it actually is Swifties. Mm-hmm. That's how crazy it is. But it, it like it needs to be over with. I, they're making too much money off of it. She's going to be at every one of these games until her movie comes out, and then she's going to be disappear off the face of the earth. <laughs> well, and she's going to Europe soon, I think. Oh, thank God! Can she stay there? We'll have like a live camera. Great, great. She'll be at the London game. God damn it. <laughs> the Olympics when they have. Yeah, they'll be like Taylor Swift's there. Like across the country, like the watch party at 3 a.m. Also, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman were there. That's a much bigger deal than Taylor Swift. I saw that, yeah. That's a much bigger deal. All right, next up Giants. It's the time. It's the Giants. <laughs> All right, well, I can at least. Take pleasure in seeing the Giants get absolutely steamrolled. They got um, wrecked. It was not a good pick. I thought that I had sniffed something out here. I don't know what that line was doing. I'm going to wonder that the rest of my life. Why is it one and a half? And why do they open as favorites? I can't wrap my head around it. Boy, did they look atrocious. And like right from the start. Like, the Seahawks were kind of fumbling around, too, but right from the start, things did not look good. What I learned from this game is next time there's a fishy, like, one and a half like that, I'm betting an alternate spread on who should be favored. Like, next time we <laughs> see that, like, it's Seahawks minus one and a half against some city team. Like, let's get minus six and a half Seahawks. Yeah. Nail that one in. That's 13 and a half. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. Like this, I mean, and the Seahawks didn't even look good. No, and Daniel Jones just kept this- giving it away. Oh, bad. Like, like they, that, and the one touchdown they scored, the Metcalf one, like, Deontay Banks just stops covering. You know the one I'm talking about at the end of the first quarter? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And he's a Maryland guy, so, like. Did you have on the Manning cast at all? No. It, at the end, it was no. just, like. Actually, when Will Ferrell was on there, I had it on for a little bit. Oh, I missed the Will Ferrell because I missed the first quarter. But, uh, he, they, Eli was just, like. Like the dumbfounded Eli face, almost the whole, the whole, yeah, the whole time. It was, it was hard to believe. Well, just kept giving it away. Yeah, he just kept giving it away. Fumbles, uh, interceptions. It was just bad. It's like rookie year, Daniel Jones. He got sacked eleven times. (laughs) Eleven times by a not good pass rush. Like this pass rush is not good. No No one's. They have like they have Jaron Reed. And like Adams, who he got injured a lot, and he played six minutes. Yeah, he got injured immediately. 
Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I felt like they could just like throw whoever they wanted at him. And yeah, and they were gonna sack Daniel Jones. Yep, and they were gonna sack Daniel Jones. <laughs> like, all right, go get him. They like they had enough sacks for every defensive starter to have one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, what a disaster. Right, like where do you go from here? I don't know. And it's maybe like they're this and the Pats, like maybe it's like you just retool and you just freaking gear up and move on. And I'm guessing that's what they're going to do. That's probably what the Pats are going to do with a terrible loss like this. But maybe like it, it seems like after a loss like this, something should happen. But I don't know. Well, what yeah, I don't, I don't. That question, I don't mean like you have to do something to fix this. It's like, what do you do like as a fan? Yeah. No, you give up. You give up. How do you, yeah, right. Like, how do you get up for next week's game? Who do they play next week? They play the Dolphins and then the Giants. Or the Bills. You don't get Bills up. Game is you don't game. get up until maybe the Commanders <laughs> game, but if the Commanders still look good, you don't get up for that either. I just want to say on the record that I was I was right about the Giants as a team. Just not this not this pick. week. Yeah. Yeah. But I was right so far. I guess there's time for them to turn around, but they're most likely going to be one in five. Weren't they one in five last year? No, they weren't this bad. Like to start. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They started up. They started great. That's what it was. Okay. Last wise pick. The game of the week coming in. It was kind of a blowout the whole time, but yeah, Bills. Bills take one over the Dolphins. It it was really kind of. I kind of did nail it. Everything I laid out, they just wanted it more. Exactly right. Exactly what we previewed is is what happened. They were at home. They they wanted to win. I mean, there was Dolphins, more pressure on yes. them to win this game yeah. than there was on. Yep, that's and exactly what it was. And the the Dolphins, like a bunch of Dolphins players, after this game came out and was like, basically, like we kind of needed this. Like we just dropped seventy, mm-hmm. and it makes yeah. sense. Like after you drop seventy, it's hard to get up for the next next week, and perform like that especially against a really good divisional opponent who wants to prove that they're not frauds Mm -hmm. and i think this was like a kind of welcoming them back buffalo hey we know you're good again yeah like we know you're well i mean the last like yeah last like two weeks but the the commanders game wasn't enough for yeah but those were against bad teams you just said that they were good okay (laughs) one bad one the raiders were bad Commanders are the, 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 the commanders are frisky. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. I don't think we need to. I mean, everything we previewed was pretty much right. So, yeah, going. All right. It doesn't mean like that the Dolphins are done either. No, 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 not at all. I think the Dolphins are going to be just fine. They're going to stomp the Giants. They might score seventy again. Daniel Jones just keeps giving it to them. <laughs> Imagine. I'm, I'm not. They score like sixty-five. <laughs> The Giants' defense is not that bad. That's the other thing that like sucks. No, their defense them. isn't that bad. It, it, they're 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 a lot like the Patriots. Yeah, they're a lot like the Patriots. Huh. All right, team games we missed. The Toy Story game. You check out any of the Toy Story game? I did not, unfortunately. You didn't miss much. It was like watching a. Okay. a it was like if they made Madden for the Nintendo Switch. And then had you watch a full, a full Madden game on Nintendo. <laughs> like a Madden 09 on yeah. the Wii? 
Yeah, pretty much. And they all had like big heads and little bodies. It was like an arcade <laughs> version. It was cool. I didn't really understand who it was for. Because I, I feel like Toy Story is kind of too old for kids this age to like like no kid this age is like is it i mean who's these like the the first two movies came out like 20 years ago yeah but they they, like didn't four come out pretty recently i guess when did toy story Four? i don't know but like i feel like those are movies that would show your kids right yeah 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 that's a good point it's like the generation that grew up with it is like Almost to the point where they're having little kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's. I don't know. It's no like it's no SpongeBob. You know, it's no Universal Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Get everyone together. Um, That's true. It was oddly specific, which is, I guess, what's always weird. Hmm. They also. It was also really bland. They had a green football field in Andy's room, basically like a carpet laid out, and Mm -hmm. around it was just Andy's room. So like, it wasn't anything interesting to look at. It was weird. Did, was like was the technology cool? Like it worked. Yeah, it was cool. It worked oddly. Like it, it did. It did have the the players doing what the players were doing on the field with like some weird mm-hmm. animations and like the football. The, the football was the weirdest to get locked down on the animation. But like the running plays were the best ones. Like Trevor Lawrence on that big scramble that he had looked cool. Mm-hmm. That was about it. Got it. Falcons, so this is what I, fi- I figured out. The fa- uh, I mean, if, if, let me try to figure out. It was last night that I figured it out. It was like, in some way, the Falcons are like a degree below, like uh, two degrees below the Lions. Oh, they, here, here's what it is. The Lions, even though the Seahawks have beaten the Lions. I get that. The Lions are the top of the tier. And then the Seahawks... And then the Falcons are just the worst version of the Seahawks and the Lions. The, wait, so the Seahawks are a worse version of the Lions? Is that what you're saying? A slightly worse version then, than the Lions. And then the Falcons okay. are a way worse version of both of those two teams. A lot of offensive talent, a pretty crap, okay. like mediocre quarterback, and like a decent defense that's like been improving for a couple of years. Right? I don't hate that comparison. Yeah, I feel like they're kind of similar teams. And I think, yeah, okay. I just think Desmond Ritter kind of sucks. Yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway from this game. And it was, we've kind of like an edging that a little bit. Yeah, tippy-toeing around it. A couple it. weeks. Yeah, uh, he doesn't look good. And we should have known because he wasn't a captain. But yeah. this is, this is bad. He also, they have they, they a cannot... very capable backup who's just sitting there waiting <laughs> Taylor, he's going to yeah. come at some point. He'll play at some it's, point. I think it's probably coming up pretty soon, depending on what their schedule looks like. They can't get the ball to Drake London, Kyle Pitts, but they can get the ball to Jonu Smith. Like I, I don't <laughs> this, team, this team doesn't make any sense to me. And honestly, I hate talking about them yet again this year. <laughs> they just kind of well, I feel like off. every storyline is just like getting – overused it's like oh like kyle pitts had another game where he didn't have any catches yeah it's like just this ever gonna throw in the ball it's like no no they're not going to yeah (laughs) um john still looks good though oh he looks incredible he looks so good i had a dream that he died he showed up on the injury report is dead and i was like what 
Wow. That's how they announce it. <laughs> like, wow. It's just on the fantasy football like, injury report. It's like, Bijan Robinson, like, dead. Has died. Like, what? Has died. That's like a... Yeah. Oh. Weird shambles this yeah. for a little weird, bit. Weird dream. It was weird, yeah. It was like... <laughs> I remember, because I had my work league, I have McCaffrey and Bijan Robinson, and it, like, came up, and it was like, McCaffrey, like, hand injury, like, he's out, and then Robinson, dead. Damn, without both my starting running backs. You're just in shit. Yeah, you just woke up like, oh my, you woke up in a sweat, I bet. Yeah. Just checking the, checking um, your league frequently, like the second you wake up. <laughs> it's like, oh no, he's fine. He's fine. He's just on the Falcons offense. Yeah. Yeah. The best game. But they do be- need to get oh. Heineke in there, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I was moving on. I didn't want to talk about them anymore. The Jags, are we, should we be a little concerned about the Jags? I've been concerned about the Jags, but I'm not like, like they'll figure it out, I think. Yeah, and they don't have a good, like they, they don't have a good next week to figure it out. And they have the Colts, Saints, Ooh, and yeah. Steelers. So that should be, they should figure it out within that week, mm-hmm. those weeks. It could be, it's in London though. Yeah, it's their second home. I wouldn't be shocked if they beat the Bills. No, neither would I. They end. Huge West Ham spot, like that was their biggest game of the year. They get to stay in London too, which is kind of cool. I think it's the first time they've done that. I guess, yeah. I think it's kind of cool. All right, the best game of the week: Colts Rams. Mm. This was just all the comeback. Yeah, yeah. It it was. I really thought that the Rams, like the the Ram, the Colts looked dead the whole time. I know. And I was just shocked when I saw them come back. Um, I was mm. so excited. I wanted them to to complete the comeback, but. Didn't, didn't end up happening. Rams sneakily just, like, find players to play. Puka's, Puka's <laughs> great. Kyrie Williams. By, by the way, Kyrie Williams is not talked about in the fantasy season whatsoever just because Puka Nakua is so good. Like, Kyrie Williams came out of – did anyone know about this guy before the beginning of the season? And now he's just the yeah, starting running back I first learned his name week one. Yeah, he's the, first, he's the starting running back for the Rams and is good. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the Rams yeah, – If you should like, – I just have the Google – Recap pulled up, and it's Stafford, Kyron Williams, and Puka Nakua. If you showed me those three names were their leaders in the game, I would have been like, oh, they're 0-4. Yeah. Yep. They have just been able to figure out people to play, and the, really the key for the Rams is if they can protect Matthew Stafford, they can, they can win games. They can find ways to win games, mm-hmm. and it's really that O-line play. So, mm-hmm. and, like, Stafford. I, I was wrong about Stafford. I will. Yes. I will admit it. You had Suck him. On it. The, yeah, you had him. He he's he's good. He's good. <laughs> he wasn't good last week, but you're right. I think it it hinges a lot on protection. Yeah, because well, like, he was getting slammed last week. Works. Yeah, he was getting slammed last week against the the Bengals. So if you can protect him and get him time to throw, he is going to he's gonna he's gonna throw all over you. Colts, they Anthony Richardson is a red zone quarterback. He's a perfect red zone quarterback. Yeah. He's not a great long drive quarterback. Yeah, um, that's actually a good, good way of putting that. And I think they he'll figure it out. They could just throw Minshew in there, and then as soon as they get to the 20. <laughs> get to the 20, though, and Richardson? Yeah. They really that's could. Quarterback play? The, he'll figure it out, though. Like I feel like he is ha- like put enough on tape where I, I feel like he can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
No, I need to. All right. It is next up. What do we got? What do we got? Ravens. I mean, Ravens, a throwaway yeah, game. Yeah, that was a throwaway game. Watson out. Dorian Thompson-Robinson looked terrible. <laughs> he had a good preseason, so I was kind of excited for him to start, but he, he looked terrible. Ravens, yeah. like, I guess they looked good. They looked they good enough to win. They looked good, I guess. Yeah, took care of business. Um, good for them. This doesn't teach me anything about the Ravens, though. Like, they've played a team no, with no, no, no quarterback. All right. Coming up. It's time we do Bills. Talk. All right. The Bears. Oh, my God, the Bears. Mm. What a meltdown. Justin Fields I, finally you know, gets a 300-plus game. The were the worst team in the history of football. And it's the Bears yeah, that are the worst team. Roaring back. Yeah, that are the Bears that are the worst team. <laughs> oh, man. I was, yeah, on, I was honestly like shocked. When they started coming back. <laughs> it is shocking. And, and you could see the writing on the wall. Like, Fields just started throwing some... He threw that pick right in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. And once that was over, I think they were still down by, like, 14, the Broncos. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, they have it. Like, don't, now the Broncos They were... It. it was 28-7 until there were 14 seconds left in the third quarter. 17 points in the fourth quarter is historically bad. To Russell Wilson... <laughs> who has been written off like five times by now. He is so cooked. So and yet, cooked. And yet he's throwing all over the yard. They on have him. no running backs, mind you. Yeah. Jaheel McLaughlin? I guess so. What is Samaj P. Ryan doing? Like, I drafted him in fantasy. I don't know. Why I thought he he'd be better. Yeah, I don't know why he's not out there. I don't know who McLaughlin is, but I, I, thought, Willie, I thought P. Ryan would be out there. Nobody does. Um, yeah, that was it's it is hard to believe how bad they are. And this was like this was a And this like wasn't honestly, even field's this fault. This might have been the game of the week. Like this was a Yeah, this the was the team for it so bad. Yeah, this wasn't the <laughs> This game was pretty awesome. Yeah. And DJ like I but, like Justin Fields actually looked good for I know three DJ, three like, and a half quarters. DJ Moore's there. Man. They stink. I'm nervous about Thursday night, though, I'll admit. I will say, if they, if they won this game, Thursday night would have been, like, the easiest. It would have been, like, sleepwalking to a victory for the commanders. But now, <laughs> that they, now they blew it. But here's the thing. Like, they might is just there, be completely dead. I was going to say, is there fire in the Bears? Like, I don't think there's fire in them they when they wake be, up. Like, that might have been the last ounce. It's completely, they had left. Completely gone now. Hopefully. Well, you mentioned him, so Washington Commanders lose 31-34 to, Washington, to the Philadelphia Eagles. I, well, I said last week that if they covered, I would be happy. Um, yeah. And, of course, I wasn't happy in the back. moment. Mm-hmm. But two or three hours later, I was willing to accept a moral victory. Okay. And really the only... Well, I guess there's a couple things, but the, really the only bone to pick that I have is not going for two, which I just cannot begin to fathom why you would not take that chance to win the game on one play. You're the worst team. Why would you try to play another quarter? And it's like your freaking riverboat, Ron. You can't be a riverboat. 
and not go for not go for two. He's like, oh, well, the guys were gassed. Do you think that your guys were more gassed than the defense was? Yeah, I just got let but up they seventy were the yards and touchdown. Yeah, yeah, like put your nuts on the line and go for it, man. And who like if you don't get it, you don't get it. But at least you tell your guys that you believe in them. People are like, oh, well, they got the ball anyway. It's like, yeah, you freaking know they would get the ball at the time of the call. That rhymed. It did rhyme. I always have so the. It's a stupid argument. I always have the excuse that if you get the ball in overtime, it doesn't matter. But when you point out, when you tie a, a football game, you have the opportunity to go for two. If you're the home team, you kick the extra point. Mm-hmm. You're away, and you're the worst team. You end it there. You end it there. You don't yeah. let them get any sort of opportunity, whether you get the ball in the at the start of overtime or not. You gotta you gotta end the game there, or at least try. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're telling me that like every NFL team, any football team, has at least one play for a two point conversion where they're like, "This is our play when mm-hmm. the game is on the line, the season's on the line." We need a two-point conversion here to either win or tie the game. We have a play that we think is going to work every time. You're telling me that they don't have one of those plays. They're not confident enough to dial something up in that situation. And that's the perfect situation to do it because if that works, you're tied for the division. Yeah. You're three and one. You just beat the defending NFC champions on the road. And actually, you might be first in the division. Yeah, because yeah, Dallas has a division win. But yeah, you know, whatever. You'd be three and one. Um, and if you don't get it, you don't get it. Like we're talking about the same thing that we are now, except we're addressing defense getting torched, which they did. But on the positive side, good game for Howell. Good yeah, game yeah, for the offense. Yeah. Still, I mean, yeah, and that's why I you guys could have run the ball more. The moral victory. I don't know. I, I figured going to that game they weren't gonna be able to run the ball at all. They they need a in, in other games, in other scenarios where you're not facing this defensive front, they need to run the ball more. Yes, correct. Robinson should be getting almost twenty every game. Getting like yeah, 18, I don't, I don't 16 to 18 every game. Um anything else? Or do you want to move on? I uh I'm I am impressed with Sam. I have too. Bouncing back after that is is pretty awesome to see. Yeah. So I will say he started five games in the NFL and I've been at least satisfied with four of them. That's a pretty good resume so, so far. You, the one was a complete dumpster fire, but you play well or well enough to win eighty percent of weeks, I'll take it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Speaking of young quarterbacks that are doing well, CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans decimated the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers. Is this the low of the Mike Tomlin era? It's pretty bad. I mean, they're 2-2, two and two, but this is awful. They, uh, <laughs> I don't really, like, this is... Do you see who their receiving leader is? Yeah, it's Najee. Yeah, and then Jalen Warren. So that, that's just telling me that Kenny Pickett... Either ha- like, I guess he just has no time in the pocket. I guess he just his wide receivers aren't open. Um, I don't really know. Like the 
there's no there's no reason. And I kind of thought like this was going into the week. I kind of liked the Texans. Thought this would be like mm-hmm. a sneaky sneaky pick. But there should be no reason why the Texans should be beating the Steelers. And Kenny Pickett yeah. just might be done. Not done, but maybe he's just not. Maybe he's just like everyone else. Yeah. Maybe he's just like Baker. Mm-hmm. He's just like Mac. And I think he's more of Ritter. Yeah, he could be more of Ritter. I'm I'm kind of I'm out on Pickett. I was excited about him. No, excited for the Texans though. I don't think the play calling is any help. No, no, I don't think the play calling is. That's like big. The being the big kind of scapegoat has been the play calling so yeah. far. So it'll be interesting to see if they switch it up. And if it's if that's the big scapegoat, don't be like the Patriots last year and just ride it on the whole season and just make a change. Mm-hmm. Just get rid of him now. Yeah. Uh, Raiders Chargers. I didn't, I didn't watch this game. <laughs> Did you? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, shocker, though, that the Chargers played down in their competition. No, and I saw that they almost blew it, too. They didn't score at all in the second <laughs> half. And <laughs> they, they could have easily blown that one. Also, did you see the... I did see Josh McDaniels. They asked him, like, how he thought Aiden O'Connell played. And he's like, well, it's a game where you have to protect the football instead of... This is his first ever start. He's like a fifth round draft pick. He's a he's a Instead loser. Of just being like Josh well, Daniels is a loser. You know, he played well. He got things to work on, but Josh Daniels is a loser. Solid. He is a loser. Is this the end of Jimmy again? Like, I mean, I guess he didn't play well. Like, I guess he played. He played the same game as probably Jimmy G would have played. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't see the stat line changing at all. I hope Jimmy gets another shot. Yeah. I always hate seeing it. Yeah, it's it. just not the situation for him, I guess. Not good enough. No, they're really not. And this, they're an interesting team to keep an eye on with Josh Jacobs and Adams. Because those are mm-hmm. real teal players, and this offense cannot produce. Yeah. So if this is, comes week week seven and they're still this bad on offense, mm-hmm. one, of them might, one of the two might get traded, if not both. Yeah, definitely. Well, Jacobs had the contract thing, too. Which... Yeah. Makes it even more likely. You want to see a, a funny, funny stat? Yeah. Josh McDaniels is the first Raiders coach, first Raiders coach to lose games with four quarterbacks and a seven-game span. Wow. Jimmy G, Stidham, Carr, and McConnell. That's bad. It's seven games. That is a lot of quarterbacks in seven games. That's like twenty eighteen Redskins. Yeah, that was. I remember that. That was a bad. But Ron's done it like three different times. <laughs> I guess that was. Wait, who was the coach? That was still Gruden. Yeah, that was still Jay. That was Sanchez, uh, jo- uh, Josh Johnson, uh, yeah, Cole, Alex Smith, Colt McCoy, Sanchez, Sanchez. Josh, yeah, that was an electric era of. That was Ron Asian- did it with Haskins. Kyle Allen. Smith again at some point, Alex right? Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Was... Wait, yeah. <laughs> and then Heineke. And Wentz. Well, oh my, yeah, I guess if you throw him, yeah, he could. Yeah. But that wouldn't be a seven-game span because that was two no, years yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, that would have been. I, remember. I guess you could throw Fitzpatrick in there. He, he never played. played. I was going to play. He, never, he played a half, yeah. All right, moving on. Cardinals, Niners. The only thing I have in this game is because it was just complete butt whooping. 
I mean, they're a little frisky, but it was still, that wasn't really close. Christian McCaffrey, why is he not higher on MVP odds? Is that, we just not giving it to a running back? Because, like, he is by far the MVP. This team is not 4-0 without Christian McCaffrey. And it's certainly not because of Brock Purdy. Tell you that. Yeah, I agree. And they've had, like, the receivers haven't all been healthy at the same time. And, like, Debo had zero catches, I think, this week. Devos hasn't done much this whole season. Ayuk had two monster yeah. games this week and week one. And George Kittle mm-hmm. has been non-existent. He's been a extra lineman. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, like, McCaffrey needs to be higher on MVP odds. And I might bet for him because his odds are still yeah. low. And even though they never give it to a running back. Taking the, the Bake advice? Might have to. Oh, is that Bake? <laughs> is that what Bake was saying? Shout out, Bake. <laughs> I, I'll give shit, shit big shout out. Love that kid. Yeah. All right. He said he listens to on occasion. Oh, hopefully, maybe we'll get a text saying thanks for the shout out. All right, time for the New England Patriots. Yeah, this is the worst they've ever looked. <clears throat> this is the worst they've ever looked. I I've been down on Stevenson all year. He sucks. Max had his worst game as a starter. And, like, it was worse than the stats, say. Like, you can't even look at the stat sheet and realize how bad it was. I was was at my parents' house for this, and they only had – this was the only game that they got because they don't have red zone. And for some reason, there wasn't a game on CBS. So I get home from baseball, and this was on. It's like, is this – this is it? Yeah, it's all you get. My, my dad was like, yep. It's all you get. It's like, damn. <laughs> there there wasn't a single positive in the whole game. Talk about moral victories. There wasn't no, a yeah, I mean, how could there be? <laughs> I love your tweet. It was like, at least it's not a moral victory. Yeah, yeah. At least I get. But yeah, honestly, like. <laughs> That's your positive. It I is guess. my positive because I was able to turn off the game start of the first quarter. Yeah. Second drive, I was able to turn off the game. I mean. And they started out, like, the defense held them to a field goal. I was like, all right, we're looking good. We got a field goal to match. And then it was, like, pick six, fumble, six. Mac just, (laughs) like, literally just kept giving him the ball. At one point, Mac, it's a third and two. He he runs up to the the line of, he's, you know, snaps the ball in shotgun. Ramondre runs out to the first yard line uh, for the hash mark. Mac Jones runs into the offensive line to, like, do a little shuttle pass to him. And not really a shuttle pass, because he goes over his arm. If he did a shuttle pass, it would have actually reached him. He throws it mm-hmm. like this. The ball goes two feet. Two feet! And lands in the dirt. He's wide open for a first down. And Mac just tosses away. What really made me mad was, like, on the side, like, there's pictures on the sidelines, like, Mac is, like, smiling as Bra- Bailey Zappi is getting into Oh, the- no. And Mac takes the responsibility on the chin. I appreciate that from a starting quarterback. He mm-hmm. takes like he goes he goes into the press conference and says it's on him, shit like that. And it just doesn't matter to me anymore, man. I don't want to hear it anymore. I want to see it. And I don't know. I want Malik Buhunningham to play. That I'm one, I'm man. at that point. Like I am, and this is not hyperbole. This is not. I would rather see him play than watch Mac Jones the rest of the season. It's not worth it to me to watch Mac Jones the rest of the season. 
Because at his mm. best, I know what he is, and it's a tier below Kirk Cousins. And I just yeah. have to accept it. I have to move on. And I think the Patriots should do this. Moment. This is a big moment. And I think the Patriots should do the same thing. They should accept Mac Jones will be nothing but a bottom-tier Kirk Cousins, and they should freaking trade him to the Bears or trade him to the – hell, <laughs> trade him to the Bengals. Mac, give him on the Bengals. Get him as a backup to Joe Burrow. Yeah. I, I don't know. Get something for him and put in, put in someone who's going to put in a spark because not a single player on this offense has a spark to them. Besides Mario Douglas, who plays 25% of the snaps. I don't know if it's Belichick. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I don't know if he's just cooked. Maybe it was Brady he might the whole just time. Be old. Like he, and I think really what the issue is, is it's not so much of, oh, Belichick's a bad coach. Because it's not true. We know that's not true. And I hate to see his legacy end like this. But I think... The real issue is that Bill Belichick needs to look in the mirror and say, is I, I have the defense down. Defense I have nailed. I can do the defense for the next 10 years. I'll be 90 and I can still produce a good defense. But he cannot produce even a formidable offense. Like, it's now been three years without Brady, four years without Brady. And there hasn't been an off. Even that last year with Brady, there wasn't an offense. So... No, yeah, they stunk. They're, and it's, it's talent on the roster, which is under Bill Belichick, and it's play calling, which last year was technically, technically it was Matt Patricia, but like that's on Bill Belichick. And this year it's Bill O'Brien, which I don't know if the, like, I don't see the play calling worse than it was last year. I just see mm-hmm. no one open, and I see terrible wide receivers and a bad quarterback. And yeah. there's also part of me that thinks, there's, when you look at Baker Mayfield, and maybe we're looking at Baker and we're seeing this resurgence, and it's hell. What are the odds that he's, he's having his best start to a season in, what, like two, three years, and he's playing with Mike Evans mm-hmm. and Chris Godwin? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Sam, hey, and, no, and this is not no dissing our, our boy Sam. Sam Howell plays with Scary Terry and Jahan Dotson. These are Dotson's real. Okay, yeah, Dotson has been mid, but Scary Terry's a real player, a real offensive mm. threat, and Bijan Ro- and not Bijan, a Brian Robinson is is a real <laughs> running back. Bartis. There's no real players on They're this Patriots guys. offense. There, all right. No, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, there is not a single no dudes. No, the only person on anyone's fantasy team is Stevenson on everyone's bench, and actually yeah. Hunter Henry because he catches passes, but. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And yeah. now the defense is just worse because uh, we lost Christian Gonzalez. We lost yeah, Real Peppers. And we lost Matthew Judon. So if the defense is now depleted, and there'll be some young guys I'm, I'll be excited to watch, but I'm not going to be excited to watch the defense anymore. And there's just no point in be watching if Malik Cunningham is not the quarterback. Fair. I, I agree. Luckily for me, I, I get to watch my, uh, my arch nemesis, Derek Carr, go against my team. And hopefully, I get some joy out of that. If we lose to Derek Carr, though, like, I'm, I'm gonna, I might have to cancel the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> my, only, my only saving grace 
is that Drew Holiday is a Boston Celtic. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I like I mean, so I was gonna ask you earlier because I was talking about the Giants, like where do you go from here? And you gave me like a pretty good where do we go from here? It's Blake Cunningham. Yeah. Or cancel the podcast is the other option. Yeah, the Patriot all right, where do we go from here? New England Patriots version. I would find a trade partner for Juju if anyone wants him. I would find a trade partner for Devontae Parker if anyone wants him. I uh, I would start Douglas and I would play Booty. I'd basically just play all the young guys. Play all the young guys. Um see what the defense could keep doing. Like I don't even like I don't even want to trade for a big wide receiver right now. Cuz I don't think there's a point. I think like just try to find a spark at quarterback or in the offense at some point. Whether it's Cunningham, whether it's Douglas, whether it's getting Mike Kosecki involved, it's just one of the one of these one of the one of the players needs to step up. Mm. And honestly, I just think Malik Cunningham is the only thing that puts this makes this offense any sort of fun. I think the Patriots' bye week is they get a bye week. It's so annoying when you look at the Google thing because they don't tell us the bye week. They just skip the dates. I can't like, yeah. I have to like do some math, which if anyone's listening to this pod, they know math is not good for us. It's week 11. You could just Google Patriots bye week. There you go. Week 11. So after the Colts, if they, I mean, like, especially if they lose to the, if they, so looking at the stretch before the bye week, I don't even know if they beat the Saints. I don't know if they beat the Raiders. Like, I don't know if they beat any of these teams, man. Besides maybe the Colts. I don't think they let the Colts take them. It's in Germany. I don't think they let the Colts take them. But who knows? And if Mac looks bad in all six of these games, Malik better be starting against the Giants. A long time to wait. I want him to start this week, but I know that's not going to happen. Like, I'm aware that's not going to happen. So they're going to run back Mac next week. And against a decent Saints defense, like, I think he's probably going to look like shit yet again. Is it in the Dome? No, it's in Gillette. Okay, well, that's good. Although, I'm kind of out on the Dome after this. <laughs> the, dome, the Dome is, uh, it can't make up its mind this year. <laughs> oh, man. I also saw, this was, this was funny, I saw a bunch of Patriots fans, they see, like, they, Tom Brady showed a picture of, like, he's, like, watching the football game. Of course he is. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I'm so much more embarrassed now that I know Tom Brady's watching. I was like, why are you embarrassed? <laughs> You're embarrassed that your favorite football team's losing and your Hall of Fame quarterback's watching from home? <laughs> That's stupid. Don't be embarrassed. Uh, whatever. I just thought that was silly. All right, let me see if I missed out any notes. Yeah, I, I, I got all of them. I usually, I usually try to calm you down here. I, I don't know what to say. There's no point. Could be worse. It could be worse. I'll leave you with that, I guess. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Could be Chicago, could be the Giants. I'd rather be you than the Giants right now. Yeah, I think the only comparable situation in the league is the New York Giants. <sighs> Which is not a good situation to be comparing yourself with. Because it's not. You have... The Jets are... Actually, I'm going to... If you take Rodgers out of it... No, 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 wait, wait. I, no, because the Jets have Garrett Wilson. They have something fun. And they have Sauce Gardner, Fair. which is also something fun. Yeah. Let me, let me. Yeah, dude. Daniel Jones. Just switched Daniel with Mac. Call it a day. 
Saquon Barkley, of running back that gets a lot of carries and who's really hyped but doesn't get a lot of production. Sounds like Ramondre Stevenson. Darren Waller is Hunter Henry. We are not comparing Barkley to Ramondre. Also, Barkley's been out. Yeah, that's true. What I want, I want to see his stats when he was healthy this year. Like, it's still not great. He's, he's those are Stevenson like numbers. He's played two, and they're Stevenson numbers. 12 for 51 and 17 for 63. Those are Stevenson numbers. Okay, yeah. Um, and then we'll go through the, hell, just the wide receivers. They're all comparable with each other. Hyatt's the, the rookie that people want to see more, and does, they don't get enough. Yep. Um, Slayton is, uh, what's his name? Not Booty, but Born. And then everyone else is just everyone else. It's all ass. I'm, now I'm depressed. Full tear ass. Yeah, now I'm, now I'm sad. You started looking at draft stuff yet? No. No, not yet. And you are not at rock bottom yet. That's true. I mean, I might as well. Like, I've already seen Caleb Williams stuff. Uh, Drake May. Sanders. You're not that bad, though. Are we? I don't think so. What do I know? Okay. I know we've done this a thousand times. Now, Now, looking at it the rest of the way, winnable games for the New England Patriots. Saints next week. Raiders, Commanders is winnable, no offense. Colts, Giants, Steelers, Broncos. Okay, so there's still, I mean, they can still go eight, they can still win eight games. But I don't want them to win eight games. Why would I want them to win eight games? This is ridiculous. I want them to lose all of them. I want them to start Malik Cunningham, actually, unless they start Malik Cunningham, then I want them to win the Super Bowl. But <laughs> just. You don't want them to win the Super Bowl if it's Mac Jones. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I, I just don't think it's possible. Lee Cunningham on the other way. That we can, we can get behind. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to see Zappy like, either. I will not root for this team to win a Super Bowl if Dan Snyder gets to hold the truth. Oh, that was ridiculous. No, I'd, I'd let Dan hold a thousand Super Bowls. No offense. <laughs> uh, I don't want to see Zappy though either. Yeah. Well, he's just Mac. That's what I'm saying. It's the same quarterback. So, like, why? I already know. See, these two quarterbacks, both of them, I think, are decent if they have Baker Mayfield's weapons. Mm-hmm. And it's really as simple I, I, as that. I think that's and the Patriots true. aren't getting that. I'm also, yep. really, the depression goes with Christian Gonzalez, too. He was, so, he was, yeah. he was so good. He looked so good. Now we won't see him until next. And Judon. We probably won't see either of those guys till next year. Oh, well. Hey, you know, I, I should have known this was coming. You only lose the best player in the NFL of all time. So, like, and it's funny, that was like four years ago. So, I can't even. Yeah, I was going to say. It's not even an excuse anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. There's going to be some dark times in New England, and that's, that's okay, I guess. Um, all right. College? I don't know. Maryland's electric. Unranked. We're unranked. But that's okay. I don't want any expectations. Yeah, screw so being This ranked. is the big one, obviously. We got Ohio State this weekend. So this is like the, are we actually a good team, or have we just been destroying bad teams? I really, I, so I know. I am excited. I've got my hopes up a little bit. Um, if it looks bad right away, I'll just be like, all right, whatever. But if, if this game is close, I'm going to be into it. 
what really does it for me in Maryland, I think that, like I think it's really turning them around. Is the uniforms? Is the uniforms? Is the script helmet? <laughs> this script helmet is amazing. It's been a big a big battle to get it the last couple of years. Well, and it's, it's so much better than the uniform. stupid Maryland flag helmets. It was yeah. It was the Maryland flag helmets are ugly. No matter really how they splice them. And this new one... I don't think anyone really liked them. Like, I don't know who they were pandering to. Like, obviously, everyone in Maryland's obsessed with the flag, but the helmet was just not... It just didn't work. No, and it definitely doesn't look as clean as the, the Terps. Yeah, these are nice. Logo. And they just look clean. And they look electric on the field. Like, whenever there's, a, mm-hmm. there's an open yeah, play... Yeah, Talia's, like, Offensive Player of the Week nationally and in the Big Ten. Yeah, that, that's impressive. I'm happy for Finally getting some attention, which yeah, is yes. nice. I'm, yeah, I'm happy for I'm pissed off about South we'll Carolina. see. Yeah? I'm just, I see all these other teams. I mean, teams. it was Tennessee Super Bowl. Ugh, Tennessee Super Bowl. That was, <laughs> that was the lamest quote I think I've ever heard. And I've been, I, I, like, if you've been listening, I've been in on Spencer this whole is year. Is it worse than the hot dog? No, no, it might not be worse than the hot dog. <laughs> But that's what this team is. It's a bunch of excuses. Yeah. It's a bunch of excuses over and over Is that a Beamer thing? I don't know. It seems like it's been Beamer's motto, like, kind of the whole time. And here are some things. The re- like, there's two sides to how you can look at this if you're a Gamecocks fan. And first of all, wait, let me talk about the, the Super Bowl quote before I get into the two sides to look at. The Super Bowl quote is so lame because why is this not our Super Bowl? Why is not every game yeah. our Super Bowl? There should be, you should never leave a game and go, ah, it's whatever. Yeah, like you're almost admitting that you didn't get up for this game. Yeah, he's literally, yeah. Oh, it's just on the road at night. Yeah. In a must-win game. All these games are must-win. It's also not win. their Super Bowl. No, they, like, Second ball. they did care. I'll give them that. They cared a lot. but they. I'm sure they did. <laughs> but it's not their Super Bowl. The Super Bowl's against Georgia coming November 18th, which should have been our Super Bowl last week. Why wasn't that our Super Bowl? Like what the fuck? What is going on here? Why are we why are we saying these stupid quotes? Uh and I don't know. Like I didn't expect them to win going into Tennessee. Mm. I, I had some hope, of course, but I didn't expect them to win. Yeah. And just to look this bad and kind of have the same problems as last year, where they're doing this horizontal offense when our best offense is clearly vertical. And mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense of why they're doing it. Our, our team is not built to go horizontal. We're not built like Georgia. And we're, we're trying to play like Georgia when we're not. And we're trying to play like Georgia when we have a better quarterback than Georgia. So, like, I don't understand it. And back to what I was saying earlier, the two sides to look at it from South Carolina is South Carolina is – this is the toughest schedule anyone's seen in college football so far mm-hmm. anyone has seen they've had one cupcake yep, game the other game that they won was another sec game they have three sec games coming up and then two more and oh, a clemson man. game. yeah it does not get no it doesn't get easier it doesn't get easier so we don't, you don't play bama no that's true but something yeah that is something hell mizzou might beat us mizzou's looking good this year mizzou's ranked yeah. So you can look at it with that and say it's really like these are some really tough teams. But 
when I look at freaking Mizzou ranked at 21, it pisses me off. I know they played, I know they played South Dakota and Middle Tennessee and Kansas State and Memphis. So like they really haven't played anyone. <clears throat> but so I get maybe they're frauds too, but I don't know. <laughs> it just maybe it's a schedule that just makes me expect more from this team and it gets disappointed because I see all these other mm-hmm. coaches hired at the same time. The Auburn coach hired at the same time as Shane Beamer. Uh, your Maryland coach was what a year before? Was he? He's been around. This is like year five. Okay, so maybe it's a couple years before. But I, it, yeah. I see all these other teams like Missouri and Florida has a different coach and is was ranked at some point. Um, and just have like these have this better. They like, want to fire him, I think. Like Napier. Yeah, they want to fire Napier. Yes. Maybe we'll fire the Florida coach again, like we did two years ago. That'd be fun. <laughs> uh, but I just see all these other teams that have been ranked and been ranked in the the program. Even Tennessee, their coach was hired at the same time as mm-hmm. Beamer. Yep. Um, and it pisses me off because I expect much more out of Beamer, and I I love yeah. the way he talks and everything. And it just I I just hear a lot. I'm tired of excuses and shit like that. So I yeah, don't I don't blame you. But like, you got time to turn it around. Yeah, no, we do have time. This bye week's very important, though. Bye week's super important. And did Nick Harbour have a catch this week? No. No. (laughs) The worst play call of all time, though, happened with it was a wide receiver screen to Doty. (laughs) It got on third and seven, and it got a yard. Yeesh. No, he's not even out there, man. Like, it's not even that he's not getting targets. He's not even out there. Like, he's not even running around. Yeah, it's nice. And he's so much bigger than everyone else on the field. It just doesn't make any sense. Maybe he's just fast and he's not good at football. Yeah, but I'd, rather see, I'd rather see him be fast and not good at football on the field. Yeah, fair. Right? Like, that's all I want to see is these guys on the field messing. I'd rather see them on the field messing up than mm-hmm. never see them at all. Yeah, that's fair. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> Bummer way to end the pod for both for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a depressing pod for you. Celtics are back. It's all that matters. I'm, all, I'm just like here to listen, basically. Celtics are back. Yeah. It's all that matters. All that matters. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll be back Friday, four thirty. Thank yeah, you all for listening. Baseball tonight. Yeah, huge Already playoff started. baseball game. Oh. Phillies. If if you're all listening, if anyone's listening live right now and didn't see it on the Twitter, I made a or my roommate made a wise parlay for tonight's Phillies game. Chris, want to hear? It? Yeah, what it's it? it's tweeted out on the Wise Guys Twitter, which let, let me I mind. didn't make this parlay, so it's not a no, case. no. I it's it's yeah, it's sent. It's the the author of the parlay is tagged in it. Don't worry. Um, okay, thank God. At the Wise Guys Pod One, if you aren't following us on Twitter already. And the parlay reads as, sorry, Phillies money line, Cassianos over one and a half home runs, and half a home run. Half home run. Sorry, one. yeah, a half home run. You're right. Two and, home runs would be wild. And then we have uh, what's Wheeler? Wheeler is your pitcher for over six exactly. and a half strikes yep. out. You like it? All right. I hope that I hope it hits. My uh, hope it hits. the author is a Phillies fan, so 
I don't okay. know. If, I don't know if that gives you more or less confidence. I I'm the only one who I'm not having that power. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, that does it. That was our baseball talk. <laughs> we'll actually do some recap of some playoff games come Friday. We'll update, yeah. yeah. Thank you all for listening. See everyone at 4:30 there. Don't miss out. See everyone on Friday.